0: Okay, good morning. We're on 5A. Hey, Omad Aleph. We are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 lines down from the very top. We're going to continue talking about verses that when the great sages would read them, they would um, become quite emotional because of the, the the lesson suggested. So that's what we're up to. So Rabbi Yochanan, when he would get to the following verse, he would cry. Um, This verse is in Kohalas, Ecclesiastes, For every action God will bring to judgment, even on every hidden matter. So on everything God is going to judge, even on things that are hidden, which right now we're going to understand as hidden, meaning you don't even know you did it. You didn't. You, you did not even know you transgressed in such a way. So, so why did Rabbi Yochanan cry? If you have a servant whose master could, um, equates unintentional sins and intentional sins, takana Yesho is their remedy for that person. Now we're going to talk about this verse a little bit more. What does it mean when it says for every hidden matter? Or what is that a reference to? What are some examples of that? says This is someone that kills a lice, kills lice in front of his friend. And the friend becomes disgusted by it. So you cause that friend discomfort without you even realizing it. It's somebody that spits in front of his friend and his friend gets uh, disgusted. So you caused your friend discomfort without you even realizing it. The verse continues on with the words the end of the verse actually says imtovi imra whether good or bad so now we're going to analyze that imtovi Imra what is meant by what we say um, whether good or bad God is going to punish God punishes for good deeds Amri de verbianbianna explains I'm sorry they said the academy of rabiana explains bifarhasya." it's the, the, an example of this is giving money to a poor person in public so you give him money, that's a very wonderful deed, but you did it in public, so you embarrassed him. And we're saying that that embarrassment overtakes, you know, that that embarrassment um, beats out the kind gesture that you did, and you're going to be punished. ki like like what happened to Rebbe Ya'nai. he saw a person, the la'ani he saw somebody who was giving money to a poor person in public. Amar leis, Ya'nai said to him, to lay. it would be better if you didn't give him at all. Um, it would have been better for you not to have given it all than now that you did give it to him and you embarrassed it, and you embarrassed him. So that's an example. Um, another example, the very Rabbi Shila Amri, the Academy of Rabbi Shila, they said, um, It's the case of giving sedaka, giving charity to a woman, but in a private place. Because you bring her, uh, people will become suspicious. You you do this privately, and people will become suspicious of her that perhaps um, you are uh, engaging in illicit things. Rava Amar Rava says that It's somebody that sends his wife um, uncut meat um, right before Shabbos so it's obviously very good to send your wife meat so that she has something to cook for shabbos for shabbat but you send it to her uncut uncut means that the forbidden things such as the sciatic nerve and the forbidden fats were not taken out of that meat so now you sent her this meat right before shabbat she has to make it quickly and it's unlikely that she's going to it's very unlikely or perhaps it's unlikely that she's going to spend time checking to see if the meat is cut or uncut is you know if the forbidden things are removed and she'll just cook it and then everyone will have eaten non-kosher Vahar rava but wait a minute didn't rava send his wife uncut meat shiny basrav no so yes he did but shiny Bas the daughter of Ravchista, who is rava's wife is different because rava knew about her that she was an expert in these areas and she would know um, without any, without much, without the need to check much, she would immediately know um, whether it was uh, with w- whether things were taken out or not, and then she would go and uh, be able to cook it or take it out and then and then, and then cook it. Rabbi Yochanan, So now we're going to continue on with verses that made our sages emotional. Rabbi Yehoshua when he would get to the following verse, he would cry. The Haya. And it shall be that um, many evils and distresses will come upon him. And um, so the interesting here, the to, thing to point out is that it says, and it will be when you will find or it will find you. So it will be when it will happen that there will be evils and distresses. Vitsaros. Vitsaros usually means like double, so it can mean many. So what's this a reference to? So uh, we're going to get to that in a moment, but first let's talk about what what made him cry. Evid um, mamsilo a person who um, who a um, uh, servant whose master brings upon him evils and distresses. Takana is there any takana? Is there any remedy for this person? No, and that, that's why he was crying. Now my raos vitzaros, what's the meaning when it says? Ra'os, which is evils. Vitsaros. As I said, saros could mean distresses. And saros could also mean double or two. So um, so what is what is the meaning when we say vitsaros? Omaravrav said, Ra'os shen'asos They're evils which kind of uh, build on each other. Kigon zibura va'akrava. Like if you get a bite of a wasp and of a scorpion. Because the, the remedy for one is the uh is the worst thing you can do for the other one. so there's no way to cure you this is a reference to somebody who makes money who gives money to a poor person only when only at that last moment when he is just in the worst worst need um this is what people say this is the, the colloquialism that money is not available for getting, for, uh, for, for uh, alala, for produce, to buy produce. But to hang up, um, it can be found. Now, what does this mean to hang up? So if you take a look in Rashi, Rashi explains to us that this is a reference to um, somebody that is just in the throes of poverty. Um, they're, they're, they're I guess, colloquially as well, they're referred to as somebody who... Um, places their baskets of bread on their walls. Uh, but what we're saying basically here is that, um, that, you know, people have money to give to charity. You know, they don't have money when the people first could use it, like just to be able to provide for their homes, households and stuff like that finally they end up having money when the people are in great distress unfortunately this is something that we do see as well um and that's the that's the idea here that's uh that is the this idea of this uh evil that builds on evil right first they're very poor and then not you can't find money until you're uh even poorer um until basically it's too late okay so now we're going to keep on going um and the reason we bring in this verse is because it's found in the same uh, the same chapter as the previous verse. Okay. The Chara Api Vayom um, Hahu V'Azavtim V'Histartif Anay My anger is going to flare up on that day, and I will leave them, and I will conceal my face from them. Amarav Bardala Bartav Yumi, Rav Yumi said in the name of Rav. Because God said that I'm going to conceal my face from them, from the Jewish people. Anybody who does not seem to have God's face concealed from them, is not part of the Jewish people. Furthermore, anyone who does not, um, who is not subject to a verse that is written, um, this is the of this uh, the continuation of this verse, which says that um, the Jewish people will be for consumption. So anyone that is not for consumption by the other nations um again Ein Omehem is also not part of the jewish people um let's let's read a little bit more um rabban on the the rabbi said to rava this is very interesting mar so by the way we're on page we're on 5b hey Amud Beis, we are at the um first on the first line um rabban on the rava the rabbi said to rava building on this concept mar Rava, you seem to neither be subject to i will conceal myself from them or to and you will be for consumption right it seems like you're not suffering the way the rest of the jewish people are suffering by the hands of the other nations so he said to them mi adisu you have no idea or do you even know how much that i how much i send uh, in a concealed way, meaning privately, to the palace of the king, to the palace of the king, King Shavor. Right? You have no idea how much I sent to them. Um, so so you may not think that God has concealed himself from me, but certainly God has. I have to pay these massive, massive amounts of money just to be left alone. But nonetheless, the rabbis didn't buy it, and they set their eyes on him. Um, now, what exactly this means is hard to know. And when the rabbis set their eyes upon him, Adahachi Shador deve Shavor Malka. So what happened was, is the Shador, the agents of, um, I'm sorry, the, the yeah, the agents of the Shavor Malka of this king, um, were sent to him, ugeravuhu, and they took everything from him. Omar, so Rava at that point said, Hainu This is what we learned in Abrisa. Amar says, kol makum, kol makum shenasnu Whenever it says that the sages set their eyes on somebody, Misa, O'oni, the result is either death or it is becoming poor. It's poverty. Okay, we'll stop here for uh al., for 5a. And uh, next will be 5b, which is a very interesting. Um, which is very interesting, but also uh, very long. Um, but uh, we'll get through it together. Okay, have a great day.